TMNT Turtle Power. I'm Rosalinda Diaz, author of School Bell Series, and you're listening to Comic Pop Library. What's happening out there, Donnie? I don't know. It doesn't look good. Gear up, guys. Bogey's on the bus. I think it's very vital. Hit the button. What button? There are a million buttons. Two top. On top. Just four brothers who hate bullies and love this city. Whoa, whoa, this never works out well for you. What's your name? Casey Jones. One question. Are you two guys like a thing? I'm looking for Aaron Moore's. But we could work with that. Me too. This is gonna be good! <laughs> Dude, bringing back the mohawk. Good for you. Oh, oh, oh. y'all got jokes, huh? Welcome to another episode of Comic Popcorn Movies, brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard, along with Jonathan and Logan. And in today's episode, we are going to be looking at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Alt of the Shadows. Uh, we have looked at the first movie. This, is, of course, is the new iteration of the Turtles. Jonathan wanted to hit up the second one, so we're going to let Jonathan take it away. Go for it. The Turtles continue to live in the shadows, and no one knows they were the ones who took down Shredder. Vernon is the one everyone thinks is the one who took Shredder down. April O'Neil does some snooping and learns a scientist named Baxter Stockman is working for Shredder. He plans to break him out while he's being transported. April tells the turtles who try to stop it but can't. Stockman tries to celebrate Shredder about how he... But somehow he ends up in another dimension and meets a world... A war... War... Lord cannot talk tonight for some reason. <laughs> a warlord named Krang, who instructs Shredder to assemble a teleportation... Logan. <laughs> uh, you're doing fine. Um, Spit it out, by golly. Krang, who instructs Shredder to assemble a teleportation device he sent to Earth a long time ago. He gives Shredder some mutagen, which he uses to transform two criminals who were also in a transport with him, Rocksteady and Bebop, into mutants. 
They then sent out to find the device. April sees the transformations while investigating Stockman. And she takes the mutagens and is chased by Shredder's minions, the Foot Clan. She is saved by a man named Casey Jones, who was the one transporting Shredder. And we'll leave it at that. And this is off of IMDb. But that's good enough there. There's a little bit more, but we had one of their contributors wrote that up to give you a little bit of a synopsis. What you think, so, dude? Go for it. I liked it. <laughs> I, it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was probably better than the second one. This but is the second this is one. The second I one. mean, the first one. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I think I like the first one. Yeah, better, I don't know, I'll have to say I kind of like the first one a little bit better. Second one was cool yeah. because of only one person. Casey Jones? Yeah. And we all know who Casey Jones is. Well, by now we the should all know mask who <laughs> Casey <laughs> Jones is. Nope. The, the actor. Yeah. I think what... I have no clue. Oh, oh I was thinking by what he was doing, Hawkeye, but <laughs> Green Arrow. Plays Green Arrow on the CW. Stephen oh. Amell. So yeah, that was kind of weird to get used to, though. I have to admit, but I actually liked it. I thought <clears throat> it went well. Yeah, well and, it, he did a good Casey Jones. Yeah, and I enjoyed the Casey Jones, but I always kept seeing Arrow, so that was kind of hard because it's—he's just so distinguishable as Arrow. I didn't even notice they were the same person. So no, that's all right. <laughs> I noticed it right away. I was like, I know this dude. And then I Googled it. I was like, I should have known. Stephen Amell. <laughs> but too bad Lenny is not here because I oh, well. think he likes Megan Fox. I'm pretty sure. Or does he back. dislike Megan Fox? Uh, I don't remember. But Megan Fox played April O'Neil. Lil Arnett played Vernon Finwick. Yep. Laura Lenny played... Chief Vincent. Chief. <laughs> Noel Fisher played Michelangelo. Jeremy ha- Howard played Donatello. Pete Plosek. Sorry if I mispronounced your, wrong, your name wrong. Played That's Leonardo. Right. Alan Richardson played Raphael. And this one surprised me. I did not. I thought it was somebody else. Mm. But this one surprised me. Okay. Baxter Stockman was played by mm-hmm. the one and only Tyler Perry. That is true. Um, Shredder was played by Brian T. (laughs) You can tell Jonathan likes listening to the actors. Logan and I just talk about the movie. We don't care about the actors. (laughs) We do mention them in different parts of the review. But go for it. We got a few more in there. Also, for the WWE fans, this is his full name. I did not know his real name. I just knew him as Seamus. But Stephen Farley, a.k.a. Seamus played rock study huh. and for anybody who watches wwe they know that he's the big irish wrestler you betcha <laughs> yeah <laughs> have no clue yeah i sorry, only guys. know that because you said that when you came yeah. in we're not wrestling fans in our household sorry guys <laughs> gary uh anthony williams have no idea who he is he's bebop well he plays bebop <laughs> but i don't know what else he plays he's bebop of course, I have to admit, I liked Rocksteady and Bebop in this, this show, yeah. too. They were kind of, that was a good chemistry there. That was um, fun. And Especially before they transformed. But well, even afterwards, I still liked yeah, it. Yeah. So, Splinter had an actor, and he also had a voice. Huh. So, the actor who played Splinter was Peter Donald Badalamenti II. You betcha. And the voice of Splinter was played by Monk. I have no clue. Tony Shalhoub. Okay. <laughs> Wait, from the TV series, Monk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
I know. I his name. basically connected that by you saying monk. So yeah, I knew the actor by face, but I don't know his name. That's all right. Um, Brad <laughs> Garrett. Monk is a thing because I occasionally was Krang's voice. That's all the info you got. Nope. Yep. That's all the info we gave Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is one's pretty much straightforward. Mm-hmm. We're on a. I don't, I don't know. I kind of didn't like them going out of New York City. I oh, liked the, uh, uh, parade Shane. well enough. Oh, parade? Yeah. Well, that was in New York that City. That was cool. Yeah. I actually I kind of yeah. like Oh, you mean the going out of New York City as in the oh, going to a different country? I see what you thought I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said going out to New York City. Oh, they're going party. <laughs> yeah, those, uh, That's what Logan was saying, and he wants to party, by guy. The ba- basketball game had a bit of an odd part in it. Oh. It's not the them taking space in that area to do it. It's the in the middle of the game. Introduce a pizza the, No, introduce oh. the local celebrity oh. by turning off the lights in the middle of a game. Yeah, that was I think that weird. was actually at the beginning of the game because they were just doing warm-ups. Because oh, okay. when you started watching, when they were interviewing him, you saw him still in their warm-up jerseys. <laughs> okay. But yeah, at the very beginning, I that thought that was the middle sense. of the game too. So. That makes more sense. <clears throat> yeah, but the, they want to stay hidden. So nobody knows who they are. They're trying to protect themselves. So they let uh, Vernon take credit for the first movie. Yeah. And he makes bank on it. He does. Yeah. Vernon the Hawk. Taking advantage. Big time. (laughs) But yeah, it's, I don't know. I I enjoyed the New York City. I enjoyed Casey Jones, the breakout, all that. But then when they had to go to Central or South America to get the MacGuffin, it's kind of like, what? I I actually like that part because like, I like the aerial you, parts at least. Well, the aerial parts, yeah, that was all right. But that just they weren't the turtles outside of New York City for me. I don't know why, but that's just me. But like because you saw a little bit of you know vulnerability, you saw Ralph's fear of which made you know. no sense because <laughs> what was the first scene of the movie? Yeah. They're falling off one of the skyscrapers with nothing to protect them, but he's scared to jump out of a plane. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Vulnerability. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to be fair, I never know. They I apparently mean, had teamwork issues at the start of this movie. When Wasn't the end of the first movie about them coming together as a team? True. Yeah. They're brothers, though, so they're always at... I could definitely see the whole... <laughs> morph thing breaking them up as a team but <laughs> yeah well but yeah I, I don't know that's just me go ahead well, I, we liked casey i did yeah i liked how he portrayed it and he the actor that did it is just a uh, he bulked up if he wasn't already bulked up for arrow so he yeah. just stepped into casey with not no problems where this mm-hmm. one was a little bit different because i don't think casey is a Correctional officer in the comics. In no, the he's comics. not. So that was a little bit of a change. So you also have right. to ask which it's comics. Right. So, yeah, well, probably both of them, Archie and the. Yeah, Eastman. I agree with that as so, well. Yeah, but it was an all right change. I didn't mind it. Yeah, kind of made a little bit more sense of how he was a little bit buffed up because he was a you know one of those that let's get it done type things. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to get, but, get a and like job. in the comics and on the movie, he and Raphael butt heads, of course. Oh, yeah. That's always been, that hasn't huh. been anything that's changed too much. I thought it was more Michelangelo. What? Casey Jones and Michelangelo. No, it's always been Casey Jones and Raphael. Huh. Oh, okay, because Michelangelo mm. dug April. Yeah. 
Yeah. So he, he gets, still does. <laughs> so he gets a little pissed at Casey Jones because he digs April. <laughs> kind of a con- competition for her affections. You see, the funny thing is, is Michelangelo was not as creepy, stocky as he was in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, true. True, he wasn't. Which was a letdown. <laughs> I, I'm not saying he was a letdown. I'm just saying he wasn't as creepy, stocky. But as that he... was his character. That's why I said it was a little bit of a letdown. He wasn't the Mikey that I knew <laughs> from the last movie. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, I think the what was it? Uh, April O'Neil is of course Megan Fox. Yeah. But so, how did she get set on that scientist in the first place? Oh well, I have no clue. No clue. But she's in the a wig, a blonde wig and glasses, yeah. a little bit shorter hair at the beginning. And then she of course left and the building from the Baxter dude and following one of his guys that had some tech. She's just trying to transfer stuff digitally. And she does the costume change <laughs> mid scene. Yes. And then she's pretty much Megan Fox for the rest of the movie. But yeah. to be honest, I almost liked her better in the blonde wig in the blonde and the glasses. Wig. Yeah. That almost looked more like the April O'Neil from the comics. The, the, oh. the long hair. I was gonna, you know, it could have been no, without the, the glasses. But more recent April is orange hairs. I have no. Yeah, red hair, yeah. orange hair depends on the color ink they use. But mm. I'm just saying, it's usually the shorter uh, style hair than the longer hair. Which, of course, Megan would not want to cut her hair off. That be like Samson, and her power would be gone. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh-huh. to me, she looked fine with the shorter hair in that wig. I thought she looked fine. Mm-hmm. She did look different when she did take it off. She definitely, you know, made her look different. So that was a good transformation scene for her. And yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. But it's like, oh. Master of Disguise. Yeah. Uh, but I could have, I could have, she would have started that way in the first movie and continued over. I could have dug that look for her for this movie. I mean, that, that would have worked. Because you know other actors have dyed their hair, cut their hair just to play a role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Megan Fox won't cut her hair. I'd be shocked. If she ever does at any point in time. <laughs> and, of course, the mutagen is purple yeah. this time instead of green. Uh-huh. So, and I think it's supposed to be a different thing than what... Uh, yeah, because this comes from Krang's universe. Yeah. yeah. So that's a little bit different. So it take, it, it's taking these two guys... Of fusing them with whatever animal is available it's taking out their inner animal what'd you think of the animals jonathan i mean they've been around for a long time but yeah what'd you think of that he's thinking folks must not have been his favorite part of the show it was not <laughs> it was actually wonderfully okay for me it it was not Though, one of my favorite but it's bebop and rock steady i mean That's i know it's bebop and rock steady but like I felt like the they kind of misincorporated the rhinoceros a little bit. They made mm-hmm. the nose just a little bit too short, and like, well, yeah. okay. And then the warthog's tusks, tusks that they put on Bebop, I thought they were kind of just a little too short and not <laughs> curved okay. like they're supposed to. Okay. But, so you don't think they did a proper rendition? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They were all right. I and then they made them fine. too fat. I was just like, yeah, that was why weird. make them that fat? Uh, they were bulkier characters, but they, they weren't fat. They weren't fat. Yeah, but they, yeah. were, they were more bulky. They, yeah, they were bulky. Came. But these two guys yeah. were, I mean, like these renditions yeah. of them were like, yeah. and I was just like, why? That was a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. I have to agree with you there. That was kind of like, 
Yeah, the personalities they carried through, so that kind of helped. Yeah, the personalities carried. But, I like the personalities. Oh, like when you played the trailer, like that was one of my favorite scenes between Michelangelo and Bebop. You know, Michelangelo was like, "Oh, we're bringing back the Mohawks, Mohawks again, are we?" And then Bebop jokes. is like, "Oh, you can bring jokes. All right." Boom. Yeah, that was a fun scene. I enjoyed that one. But yeah, the the faces didn't bother me near as much as, like you said, the bodies. And I don't know if maybe they yeah. made the bodies different. The faces might have been a little bit more in sync because I don't... And I don't know with the computer and animatics he, yeah, could it keep but, up with the... Okay, so yeah. the faces were know. kind of cool in a way, but mm-hmm. they were not proportional to the body mass that they were given. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for me, like I said, like I felt like, you know, because they made it so round, right. like the snout or the nose on the rhino was too bigger. short. It should have been a little bit bigger. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. like yeah. the tusks on the warthog on Bebop were too much <laughs> in when they should have been out a little bit and curved a little bit more than what they were. Okay. And then yeah. when you saw Rock City open his mouth a little bit, like his teen, his teeth were like super elongated, like he was a vampire or something. Oh, I didn't notice that. I guess I didn't pay much attention yeah. to that. And okay. like Rhino's teeth are not like that; they're like super smooth. Oh yeah, because they're herbivores. Yeah. So yeah. like when I saw Bebop's mouth, like whenever he opened yeah. his mouth, you saw those <laughs> long, like teeth. I was like, that is he supposed thing. to be Bebop or a vampire? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. The weirder thing about the purple that I saw was the effect that it had on the turtles. That was green. Turning them into human. No, that was the purple Oh, you're talking about the turtles when yeah. that changed, yeah. Yeah, they somewhat watery. Like when he put, one. when um, he grew another two fingers. Yep, yeah, supposedly if they had enough of it. Donatello put it on his hand, yeah. like it turned into a human hand. Yeah. And then it I reverted back to the Well, it almost turned hand. into a human hand, but yeah. Uh, that's why I said reverted back. <laughs> no, no, it stayed green and a bit. It stayed green, around. but like it Semantics. turned into a, yeah. a human hand, and then it reverted back to turtle. Uh, so and Michelangelo was there for that whole thing. Donatello and and oh yeah, I kind of saw it in the background. Uh, Leonardo didn't notice that he was standing there listening to him, and Donatello mm-hmm. goes and tells Raphael, "Keep it secret from your brother." Michelangelo. I mean, yeah, Michelangelo goes and tells Raphael. <laughs> Raphael goes and confronts Leonardo, and he's like, what are the three codes uh, of a ninja? Three codes. I can't remember. Being fast, being something else, and being honorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Raphael goes off on him. He's like, is it honorable to lie to your brothers? Don't know what you're talking about. If you're talking about me and Donatello who's talking about stuff, that's compartmentalization. Yep. <laughs> That happens sometimes with a group. But, yeah, but <clears throat> talking about, you know, I've said my least favorite was taking the turtles out of New York. The mm-hmm. scene with the plane and yeah. the river, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. But it was just like, I didn't get into it. Well, your guys' thoughts about those that specific I think part of the movies? I, I had no... Oh, go ahead. A bit weird that they... But it made sense, and it did set up the... Looking between the one turtle and the actual turtle or tortoise, maybe. Uh, okay, they so just, when it they landed, the I sleep through that. No, when <laughs> it they was landed, part of the river scene. Yeah, it was part of the um, river the guy scene. Went, well, this is uh, awkward. Raphael After kissing the ground when they landed, like they landed in the river uh-huh. and they floated up onto a land. Uh-huh. 
And Raphael was going, oh, land, land. And he's kissing the land. He goes, land, land, land. And then there's a, tor- a turtle or tortoise oh, okay. right there. And he looks up at the turtle and he goes, well, this is awkward. <laughs> okay, I missed that part. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Maybe that was when I was sleeping. Mm. Don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, we but a- it's right after the plane crashes. And they actually okay. hit the land before they get in the water. Okay. I can't remember. How do they get back to the city after that? I assume they jump like, another cargo plane somehow, some way. Because <laughs> they never really say. I think they just cut scene and go back to wow. New York because they're all of a sudden back in the lair. If I remember right. That's Isn't a bit it? of an oops. I don't remember them having any transition between the two. No, they cut scenes. Yeah, That's, that might just, be it. So, yeah. Because Bebop and Rocksteady got the device, they fell, and they're like, oh, we suck. And then all of a sudden, cut scene, and I think it goes to Raphael in the lair. He's in one of the mm-hmm. tubes, basically saying, we suck. So, <laughs> but yeah, that was a jump scene. So, yeah, that was a hard cut into another one. But you, uh, the only thing I can think of was they stowed away on the one cargo sh- ship, which kind of was like, how did that fly in the same flight plane, basically, of the other plane? But, uh, well, that's movie magic. Well, but you have to assume that they must have, you know, stowed away on another cargo ship going back home. That's the only thing I can see. Yeah. It wasn't a boat. It'd take too long. <laughs> Slow boat to New York. <laughs> Well, to be fair, the plane that Bebop and Rock City on were crashed as well, so they had to... Yeah, but Bebop and Rock City had their... I don't know how they still had it, but they they still had their tank. Yeah, it just fell with them. And that's how they got away from the turtles, because they still had their tank. And I was just like... Yeah, but then they just call up Shredder and say, Hey, I need another plane. He sends one down. That's easy. But for the turtles, that's a little bit harder. They gotta find a cargo ship. Not a ship, but a plane, and jump board again mm-hmm. but that and then that was kind of like okay why if i guess he can only open the portal big enough way back in the past to send this one little piece of equipment in so Kring must be long lived yeah because <laughs> that was the, ancient like, temple okay. supposedly wasn't it yeah so so like, okay. for me when they were building that giant machine that Terror they were drone? building yeah yeah did it give you a little bit of a reminiscence of the Death Star? Well, it's Terradrome. But <laughs> not really. I can because see it, like but not the big really. circle thing. Well, that's always been the Terradrome. I was just like for me it was kind of reminiscent of the Death Star. But uh, probably took it from there to a degree, but that the Terradrome's been in the comics and cartoons, so it was nothing new for me. But they probably drew inspiration from that, more than likely. But yeah, because they had the big laser type thing on the top, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they probably did do that. But I'd seen it so much, yeah, that didn't even enter my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, that's Terradrome. They're close but enough to what I was used to. To be honest with you, the Turtles got lucky on this one because they pretty much got their asses handed to them by Crane. Beep. Yeah. Michelangelo <laughs> went along the thing, barely avoiding the lasers to get the thing. So yeah. True. And then Donatello uh, droned it outside and told uh, Casey to whack the thing. And so he whacked it. And it worked. I whacked some more. (laughs) And everything went reverse portal. Uh, Krang, what did you think about Krang and his android body? He was creepy as all get out. Really? 
I thought <laughs> that was the creepiest part of the movie. Like, I was just like, uh-uh, <laughs> He is supposed to be a little bit disgusting. I mean, that's just the nature of the character because of what he's like. But I don't know if the voice really fit. Or if the, not necessarily the voice, but the mannerisms they gave him. I, you know, I, and this is the same way with the cartoon. They make him a little crass in the cartoon, but you expect this. You know, he's a general. He's powerful. He's, you know, he would talk like a general, big military leader, but it didn't sound like one to me. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. And they had Shredder just, who knows? well, I can understand Shredder agreeing to help on the face of it, but Shredder continuing to help. That's a bit... Oh, Shredder wanted the Earth. He yeah. wanted to be in control of the Earth. He's, and then uh, when he went to go... I figure this is a situation where... If I remember my first viewing correctly, I was going, why is he doing this? He is going to get portrayed right at the moment he was doing it. But, yeah. But it's one of those that I think it's the same thing like he did the Rocksteady and Bebop. He was waiting for the chance to betray Krang. Yeah. It's just that Krang beat Shredder to the punch. Probably. Because <laughs> that's the nature of both of those characters is they're going to betray their allies. Yeah. So that they have absolute power. Neither one of them wants to share power. And then um, Krang freezes Shredder and you don't know what's going to happen after that. Nope. We don't get another movie, so we still don't know. <laughs> There's not going to be another movie after this one? Who knows? Haven't heard anything. This was in 2016, so it, it, it's been Might do something, years. but I haven't yeah, heard anything. Yeah, there's longer no. waits between sequels, but yeah. yeah I haven't heard anything. I, they did start up a new cartoon. I know they canceled the last one and started up a new one. Oh, a reboot again? Yeah, huh. for a new generation. And it's definitely different than the older one. So, uh, Oh, the one with the four where there are actually different species of turtles? Yeah. 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 It's kind of, it looks, it's a futuristic type story, I think. It looks more futuristic anyway, and it's kind of like, ah, I might get into that. It's a little different. The designs are a little clunky to me, but... Well, just like they came out with the new Thundercats, and those... (laughs) Oh, there's another (laughs) Thundercats? Yeah. Yeah, but it's like a comedy... It's kind of like Teen Titans Go's. Yeah. Yeah. Teen Titans Go type artwork, so yeah, a lot of fans of... Thundercats aren't happy with that. Mm-hmm. But hey, if that's what's going to get the kids' imagination, that's the route you go, I guess. Yep. Hopefully they like the show enough to actually look into the eye of their actual show. Yes. Well, they tried to reboot the Thundercats, and it only lasted, I think, two seasons. And it I was remember f- the reboot. I know that the original was a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are you saying? You lost me. <laughs> I think we all got lost there. Okay. <laughs> I have no clue. I sorry, I kind of spaced wasn't out. Even I listening. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not lost. hear what you said, well, Logan. I'm sorry. I everybody's out. lost. We're making our way back through the forest, folks. Here we go. Yeah, back turtles. to turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of this rabbit hole funk uh, that we got in. Turtles. I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. it's good enough. Yeah, I like the. Casey I'd, Jones fights and the uh, no. breakout of the... I like Bebop and Rocksteady breaking out of the transport. Their okay. best fight scene, basically. Cool. What would you think about their turtle trash truck? You guys. Yeah. It was a thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was fairly good, actually. But thought it was kind of cool. It wasn't their van like I was used to, but it was like, okay, trash truck. Yeah, it's I could big. see that being seen. And it's, you know, there's no windows in it, so I can see all that computer stuff being stuck in there and hiding yep. it. So I was like, okay, that kind of makes and sense. Giant nunchucks. <laughs> kind of funny. And then <laughs> Mikey breaks them. Yeah. Uh, I did like the sewer lids flying out, though. That was cool. Yeah. 
That was kind of cool. Even though I think that Casey Jones first thought that the Turtles were trying to help break yeah. Shredder out. Because instead they were of both trying to keep him in. The same ninja that was between because them. And the Turtles happen. ended up hitting Casey instead. <laughs> <laughs> they hit the shotgun out of the, his hands with the. Um, yeah. With the. Sewer lids. Sewer lids. So, yeah, you can understand his confusion there. <laughs> but I thought it worked. I mean, I'm used and to a van, but I thought this one worked with a trash even truck. Even though he didn't have a dedicated piece, it was Raphael's red, right? Yeah. Yeah, Raphael did the most help in that scene other than actually constructing the thing. Yeah, Donatello constructed it. Yeah. Yep. Other than, yeah. Because <laughs> Raphael's the do? one that went out and took out, like, three of the guys on oh, motorcycles. He, okay, so he went out. On the streets rather than staying in the truck. Yeah. Man. yeah. Michelangelo okay. took down one or two, but then he lost the nunchucks. Yeah. He broke them. Yeah. And the uh, and then he goes, "Oops." Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I like the turtles. I kind of like the this rendition of the turtles. It was just I don't know for some reason the comedy didn't hit it quite as much as the first one. Mm-hmm. I think because Michelangelo wasn't quite as pervy, I guess, as Jonathan put it earlier. I don't know. I guess that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Arnett, Will Arnett, didn't really wasn't able to let loose like he was on the first one. He yeah. was kind of contained. Uh, I, I think honestly most comedy was Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly did not like Will Arnett in this one. Is that yeah, the he was contained guy? so much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a bit th- weird. How that I happened. thought he was... I think they were trying to take it more of a serious note and try to be have know. more of a superhero aspect. And the weird thing is, um, it seemed like they had but a I don't couple think- of weeks later at least epilogue of the first movie and it doesn't follow the rise of the Falcon at all. Well, oh, see, no, the, they wouldn't. the thing for me is the first movie, they're coming into their own. Mm-hmm. So they're going to, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit more funny. You know, like, you know, Homecoming Spider-Man. That was pretty well, much, for me, it was a comedy. I mean, even though it had action and everything, but <laughs> like, you know, they were coming into their own. Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. in this movie, they kind of were on their own. They finally became heroes. They still had to stay in, in hidden. They want to do something, but their leader doesn't want to do it. So there's, you know, discontent and, you know, yeah. There's still going to be, you know, heroes at the end of the day, but they're a little bit more serious about it. Oh, yeah, which took away some of the fun. And that's what I like about the turtles is they're supposed to be fun. Yeah. I mean, I can understand some of the seriousness, but uh, my turtles are supposed to be fun. Mm -hmm. I would have liked them to be fun. (laughs) If they do another movie, hopefully they'll go back to the old formula, just having fun. Mm Because they're supposed to be slapsticky when they're fighting people. Not slapsticky, but kind of like Spider-Man with the comebacks and the, you know, the sarcasm and the sharp comebacks and jabs at the criminals. Now Logan's concentrating. Quippy. That's the word. Yeah, quips. Quips. Yep. Quips to go with the squips for Spider-Man. No. But anyway, I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up for Out of the Shadows. Because they do come out of the shadows at the end. It says, we are here. We are here. Except for they say, nah, not going to do this this time. We'll Mm -hmm. go ahead and stay in the shadows. They actually do. They reveal themselves to the... the cops. Cops. And then they're like... Even when the cops go... 
Okay, we could probably introduce you to the city. They go, nah, let's not do that. <laughs> they also tell her, if you ever need us, April knows where to contact find us. April. She knows where to find yeah. us. Okay. Yeah. But uh, still, they did come out of the shadows. They yeah. revealed themselves to yeah. the, the police anyway. Yeah. So Chief Vincent, who didn't like them. Yep. And so they saved her ass. Yep. To be fair, her introduction to them was them breaking into the police headquarters. Uh, so you can understand her motivations. I mean, yeah. so it's perfectly logical. So, uh, and the footage she got from the lab was That'd altered. Okay. So Okay, apparently this rhino and hippo thing are a thing. Yeah, but that's she didn't know that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's know, what so. her reaction to was immediately upon the right, seeing video. It, so you can understand her reactions, but she corrected it as soon as she found out otherwise. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that's pretty much going to be it for Out of the Shadows. If you want to get in touch with us throughout the game plan, we have no game plan, folks. <laughs> you can contact us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com or get to us through Facebook or Twitter. Look up Comic Pop Library. It's been a few days since I've looked at those, so I apologize. We've been kind of in a transition phase here, and hopefully we've been storing some stuff back. I haven't even been posted on the website as much as normal. By the time all this comes out, everything will be smoothed back out. But yeah, it'll probably be a few years. A few years? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, probably not. Hope but. not. But anyway, we've been having fun discussing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Alt of the Shadows. Uh, I hope everybody out there has been enjoying listening to us. We will catch everybody on the flip side. Bye. Bye now. Bye. See ya. I could see it all so clear. Please believe me, I really had something to say. But now it's bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Live. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio, and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own, and are not reflective in any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.